Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm getting so excited for Women's Conference coming up this month. Um, We have almost 50 women signed up already, and I'm just so excited because I've been praying so much that the Lord would bring people who want to grow closer with Him and who want more community and who want more of Jesus, just that people that the Lord wants there would sign up. And it has been so cool to watch the Lord work and honestly just blow me away. Um, And we're still like three weeks out, so there's plenty of time to still sign up and come and join us. Um, So please do if you haven't already, but I just want to say thank you to everyone who has signed up and know that I'm praying for you and I'm just so excited for our time together. Uh, Yeah, so if you haven't signed up yet and you're wondering if you should come or not, just sign up. It's free and if you can only make it for part of the weekend, that's totally fine too. Just give me a heads up. Um, But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that and would love to see everyone there. So this week on the podcast, we have an awesome guest. Her name is Natalie Weaver, and I've actually never met her. She owns a Christian clothing and jewelry business, and I found it on Instagram, sent her a DM, and here we are. She is super cool, and her story is so sweet and awesome. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hey, Natalie. I am so excited to be having this conversation with you today. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. This is so much fun, and thank you for thinking of me uh, to be on here. This is really awesome. Of course. Okay, so the first question that I have to ask you is, what's the biggest thing that you've learned about God in the past year, and what's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself? Yeah, so learned about God, I would say just how to trust him and how to actually live for him. Mm. Um, Because I know I mentioned in our previous conversation that, you know, as a Christian growing up, like, you know what it is to be considered a Christian, but it's not until you make it a personal commitment that you learn exactly what it means to actually live for God. Yeah. And so we can get into that later, but um, trusting him. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I tore my ACL last year and I graduated school, moved to a completely different state where I didn't know anybody. I actually went through probably a pretty bad breakup and yeah. I was all alone down here. So he just really singled me out and put me in a really tough situation. But um, ultimately it uh, taught me how to really trust him and what that meant. So yeah, that's awesome. Um. So one day I was scrolling through Instagram and saw this really cute Instagram profile um, that had all these Christian sweatshirts and shirts and jewelry. And so naturally I clicked on it um, and I was scrolling through it and I was like, dang, this stuff is really cute. Like I got to get something. So I started following you and um, I also saw that you did custom wholesale orders. So I messaged you about that, um, about doing some sweatshirts for us, which... Keep an eye out because that's hopefully coming soon. Um, but you were just so professional and really easy to work with. And I was like, I got to get this girl on the podcast. So that's how I know Natalie, for those of you who don't know her. And I just absolutely love what she's doing with her brand. Um, just sharing the gospel through clothing and jewelry. I think it's so cool. So I definitely want to talk about that today um, and how that kind of came to be. But I would love to start at the beginning because I think that's always a great place to start. Um, 
and I feel like our stories are re- really pretty similar at their core, even though we do like very different things. Um, I know you grew up in a Christian home, um, and it wasn't until your sophomore year of college that you really fully decided to give your life to Jesus. So can you just share what your faith was like growing up and what changed your sophomore year? Yeah, so yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up going to church. Um, I did FCA in college too. And my dad, he's always been the biggest rock for me faith-wise. My dad was always the one to send us devotionals and sit down with us and teach us scripture. Mm. And my mom would read us Bible stories too. So yeah, I definitely grew up in a Christian home, which is a huge blessing, but I never really made that personal commitment that I was talking about earlier until my sophomore year of college. So um, I was definitely living in the world um, Mm. up until that moment. And um, not really until then did I understand what it meant to um, be a Christian and follow God's standards and really give your life and surrender it to him. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's so easy, especially when you go to college, to just put your faith kind of to the side because that's not what all the cool people are doing. Or, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll go to church on Sunday, but then not live for God during the week and, and exemplify Jesus through your daily actions and your word choice, what you listen to, what you partake in, all that kind of stuff. So I definitely, yeah, I grew up as a Christian and knew everything about um, my faith, but didn't live it until sophomore year. Yeah, that's awesome. I have a very similar story and I was um, just sharing last week with some kids who I was talking to, like, I think there's a verse, I don't know exactly where it is, but it says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior, then you will be saved. And I think for so long of my life, I saw Jesus as my Savior because I knew I was broken and a sinner and my parents had like raised me to know that. Um, But the whole idea of Jesus being my Lord, like that was a really foreign concept and I really wasn't interested in it because I had my own plan for my life and I think I thought it was pretty good. Um, (laughs) But it's just funny, like once you realize that it's not, best that you plan your life and it's really is best to give up that control like that's when Jesus becomes your Lord and it's so cool to see the difference um yeah and I know you can speak to that too so that's really cool yeah for sure um okay so something I think a lot of people think when they go to college kind of like you mentioned is like okay I'll put my relationship with God on the side in this box for now and I'm going to kind of live how I want Um, and then later when I graduate or when I get married or when I have a job or whatever that might be, like, then I'll live for the Lord. Um, and as someone who grew up in a Christian home and then goes off to college, like we're really on our own with our faith for the first time. Um, and I think we're all kind of faced with that question. Like, okay, are you going to follow the world or are you going to follow the Lord? Um, so for you as someone who's experienced living in the ways of the world and the ways of the Lord um, in college. Can you talk a little bit about that, what that was like and kind of what the difference is? Yeah, so, oh my gosh, college is such a wild ride. (laughs) I think it's a a time and place where you find yourself and definitely find the Lord too. Um, Okay, so I went into college and I decided I was going to rush and join a sorority. Uh, my roommate that I met on Facebook at the time, we were kind of random, but we knew we both wanted to rush, so we had that going. 
And so I rushed and I joined a sorority for, um, I think it was like half a semester. <laughs> I don't even remember at this point. <laughs> but we were both, you know, in all honesty, like we were partying and we both knew the Lord for sure, but um, weren't making the right decisions at all. And, you know, like, I guess when you're, what, like 18, 19, you're also, your brain's not really developed all the way, but um, yeah. you just think, like, I'm going to do what everybody else is doing because I want to fit in I want to make friends and then your faith kind of becomes like put on the back burner and you're kind of your back pocket and something that you only participate in say on Sundays or if you go to FCA um or any like Bible study group that you got so it really becomes put on hold and it's really easy to because if you don't have the right surroundings or you're not grounded in your faith it's just so easy to lose hold of that. And I think God also kind of lets you kind of go down that route for a little bit to understand how much you need him because there's a point in your life that you realize, Hey, I'm walking in the ways of the world. And as a Christian, that's not how we're called to live. And you kind of start to see the drastic line between the two. Like after you become saved too, you can kind of see like, man, I was really living in sin and I was really living in the world, but also because of that experience, A, you can testify to others, and B, you can just see how much more drastically Jesus changed your life, and yeah. you can kind of see the, the line between the ways of the world and the ways of the word. Yeah, I love that. I think that's something that has been really cool, is to see the ways that the Lord has used, like things that I've walked through, um, and sin that I was like choosing to live in at the time, to then minister to other people and be like, it's really not that fulfilling. It's really not life-giving, but yeah. Jesus is. And yeah, I just absolutely. Think that's so important. Yeah. It's temporary fulfillment for sure. And I yeah. think also part of college is growing up too. And at some point you kind of reach the line where you start to think, is this really fulfill- fulfillment? Is this mm-hmm. really um, giving me joy? Are these people that I'm surrounding myself with pushing me to be a better person? And then you kind of realize that Jesus ultimately, once you give your your life to him, that he's the one who actually brings you true joy. Mm, Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, Okay, so tell us about your business. Um, It's called By His Grace. How did it come to be? And like, what's the heart behind it? Yeah, okay, so it started in college. Um, It originally was a jewelry business because I think bubble necklaces were (laughs) in style back then, gosh. Um, And they were like $40, $50 in the boutiques in the college town. And I was like, no way I'm paying that much. I'm just going to make some necklaces on my own um, from way less. So I've always been creative. So I guess that really kind of sparked my... um, or fueled my side hobby itch or whatever. So yeah. I started making jewelry for just my friends and family. And then a couple of my friends were like, Natalie, you're really good at this. Like you should start selling it. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that, <laughs> but I ended up making an Etsy page. It was called Moonflower Jewels. I don't even know where I got that name from. In all <laughs> um, that's what it was. And um, I was selling jewelry. And then not until sophomore year, I was on a flight out to LA for one of my um, classes at the time at school. And during my major, like we had to pick a brand Mm. to kind of like build your projects on or whatever. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'll just use my my company or whatever. So I did that, but then I was like, wait, do I really want to use that name? Cause I was thinking how big it might get or if I just use it for a lot of projects, I want it to be legit. So yeah. 
I started thinking of ways that I could rebrand, I guess. So um, sophomore year, I went through a really another breakup um, that I was in a relationship with a guy from high school. So it was mm. kind of a long while. It was my first breakup. So yeah. I was really alone in that. And I also lived um, previously up in Pittsburgh by myself, completely isolated. Mm. And it was that summer I went through all that, um, that I really gave my life to the Lord. So at that point, I had had such a drastic change in my life and um, a lot of things been taken away from me. So that's yeah. when I gave my life to the Lord and that experience sparked me to want to share that with others. Yeah. So while I was on that flight, I was like, wait a second, maybe I could um, have like a faith-based business. Yeah. So I was thinking about it and I was thinking about an, a name that would be kind of catchy that could be used in a logo because it was like graphic graphic design minded yes. and I, I wanted it. to do something that could flow off the tongue so I was like BHG by his grace and I was like on the flight I was drawing <laughs> logo and I was like grace um something with Jesus or faith and then like by his grace came to mind I was yes, like okay I'm gonna I roll with that. it and um it just God really put that on my heart and ever since that flight I was working on more projects through school um to develop BHG and stuff like that and so yeah, that's really where it started on that's so cool. And I got back home and I made a website and then it was still true. Well, at the time, I didn't start doing shirts until, gosh, um, probably 2021. So okay. here we are today, mainly shirts. Yeah, that's so funny because I actually was also on an airplane when I decided that I should start this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, like, what are the odds? But... I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess airplanes are a good place to hear from the Lord, but yeah, um, like literally same thing. Like I'm sitting on the airplane, like drawing the logo, like trying to figure out how it works. So I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so as a business owner, what would you say is the hardest part about owning your own Christian business? And then what's the best part? Um, okay, I'm going to separate this. I'm going to say yeah. the hardest part about owning a business and then the hardest part about owning a Christian business. Perfect. So your brain like never shuts off. That mm -hmm. is the one downfall. You're always working to develop new stuff yeah. and you always have that pressure of what's next. What are you going to do next? Um, cause it's also, I work full time too. So BHG right now, it's just a side job. So it's a lot of stress to leave your full-time job at the office and then come home and then start work all over again until right. you go to sleep. And then you just repeat that every day. Um, and then separating that into the Christian category, it's dealing with the pressures of social media and not mm -hmm. uh, succumbing to the worldly trends that sell. Yeah. Because you see, I mean, the, a lot of the companies that I used to look to for inspo, um, just weren't promoting the Lord, which is also another reason that um, I wanted to start a Christian business is to just, we need more people out there promoting wholesome things that direct our attention to God rather than lose yeah. the world. So um, yeah, just, just making sure you don't fall into the trends online that don't honor the Lord. Yeah. That's probably the first thing. Yeah. That's so fair. And then um, what's the best part? Best part would be just, being able to see God work through mm -hmm. the business. Um, 
it's so wonderful when I post like a Bible verse or something and then somebody DMs me and says, you just don't know how much I needed this mm-hmm. today or this really um, changed my life. Your message that you posted yesterday or God, I was, um, God put this on your heart to speak to me today. And it's just so rewarding to a have a community of people who also push me to pursue yeah. Jesus more and more every day, but also get to share my faith and help others through it. Yeah, that's so cool. I have chills. Um, I love that. I think that's also like something anyone can do. Like you don't have to own a business or have a podcast or mm-hmm. like be any kind of like established thing to share the gospel. And I think that's something yeah. that we miss out on a lot. Like if you have an Instagram, you have followers and you have a platform and it doesn't have to be a big platform, but, um, people are going to see your posts. And so I think like little ways that you can incorporate that, whether that's like directly sharing a Bible verse or just like you were saying earlier, like sharing content that is honoring to the Lord. Like people are going to notice that. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. I was listening to somebody speak the other day and they said, um, people aren't reading the Bible today. They're reading you. Mm. And that just really resonated with me because yeah, what are people seeing in us? You know, that goes way far beyond just what the Bible verse we posted this morning. Like they watch your actions, they watch your speech and they watch to see you, especially if you claim to be a Christian. So yeah, that's really good. I think something I've also been thinking a lot about lately is like the way that we live and love and serve people. If we're living in a way that reflects Jesus, when Mm -hmm. we talk about Jesus, people are going to be way more receptive to it. And it's going to make sense to them because if we're living in a way that is how Jesus lived, like that's, Jesus is awesome. Like everyone, like everyone would want to be Jesus's friend if they actually knew him for who he was. And so I think like, what a cool opportunity for us to just literally live our lives in a way that people want to be our friends because we're friends with Jesus. Um, and you never know, they might come to know him through yeah. you because you were kind to somebody exactly. day. So that's Which good. That's really cool. Um, okay, so something I love about your clothing and your business specifically is your emphasis on sharing scripture. Um, mm-hmm. We were talking the other day and you said, like, there's a lot of clothing lines and stuff out there um, that says, like, Jesus loves you and stuff like that. And that is so great. And we need that. Um, but not as many have, like, actual scripture um on their clothing or whatever and I think that that's something that most of your pieces have and I think it's really cool um so can you share just a little bit about your passion for scripture and sharing that with people through your clothing yeah so my main thing I totally agree with you like we definitely need shirts out there that say Jesus loves you um it's very important but I also think um how can you live a life that honors God and embodies Jesus this if you don't know his word and one of the ways to get people to read his word is to use bible verses or uncommon pieces of scripture that are essential to our lives that just a lot of people might not know about say you didn't grow up um in church and you you never read bible stories so you might not know that and so i think that's really important because we are to live our lives according to scripture we love others according to scripture and god's standards so it's very important that we are immersed in his word and know his word because that's how we can show love to others that's how we can say jesus loves you because you know what he did on the cross because you right and 
Because there's already a lot of brands out there that say, can you hear me? Yeah, no, I couldn't, but now I can. Where do you remember the last thing I said? Um, you were talking about, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I like, was like, oh no. Um, yeah. Did you hear me say something about the Old Testament and New Testament? No. Okay. Um, I think it was right before that. I lost my train of thought, too. <laughs> Dang it. Um, okay. Do you want to just answer the question over again? Um, it was really good. <laughs> I know. Let me just... Let me, hold on, I think it's like, let me pull my thoughts together. <laughs> no, you're good. Sorry. I think, um, no, it's okay. Um, you heard me talk about that's how we can show love to others yes. if we know the scripture. Yeah, I think that's where it cut out. Right okay, after let me that. Sorry, there. Okay. Okay, so... Um, you're, if you know God's word, you're able to share that with others and share Jesus's love for you, um, because you know what he did on the cross and you know that, um, you can share the gospel with other people because you've read the gospels and you know the old Testament and the new Testament because you've read those books. And I think the way, I think a good way to encourage people to get in the word, to start reading that who may have not grown up on that is to share um, uncommon pieces of scripture that are really essential to our lives. Yeah. And so that's really kind of what I'm trying to do with BHG because there's a lot of companies out there that say, like, Jesus loves you. So I think we got that covered. And I think that's <laughs> great. And that are so many people are already buying that. But I also think it's really important that we um, share God's word because if we're not in his word, we can't know his word yeah. and we can't live our lives without knowing that. And we can't, you know, live up to God's standards if you're not spending time in his word. So yeah. I just hope to inspire people to read the word. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Yeah. Um, so Romans one sixteen says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. And I love that verse because it reminds us that the gospel isn't something that we should be ashamed of or scared to share. Um, and I think like, I'll be honest, when I think about wearing something like huge that says Jesus loves you, like I can get a little bit nervous because, uh, well, really for no good reason, but because of what other people um, who don't know that Jesus loves them might think. Um, yeah. But in reality, like the gospel has absolutely changed my life. So why wouldn't I want to share that and wear that? Um, and just like, why wouldn't I want to wear something that tells other people about the very thing that like saved me and gave me a whole new life? Um, so, so, I mean, I just think that verse is such a good encouragement and reminder, but can you just talk about a little bit what this verse means to you and your business? Yeah, so I'm gonna give you a little um, context to that verse because it's yeah. also important to um, know what's being talked about when you pick up a verse. So we know Paul to be a very bold person um, in the scriptures. And right before this verse, he's talking about how excited he was to go preach in Rome um, because he, I guess he'd never been there before. And he also knew that a lot of people might have been ashamed in Rome to share the gospel because it's kind of like a melting pot or it was back then. It was um, a lot of different cultures and different people from different backgrounds. So yeah, a lot of people probably were, and there's probably persecution too. There, a lot of people were probably really ashamed um, or f- afraid to share the gospel. So um, right before that, he was talking in um, the pre- 
the verses before that, he was saying just how excited he was to bring the gospel to Rome. And he wasn't ashamed of that. He was ready to uh, share the, the power of salvation with other people. And I think that's so cool because, you know, why wouldn't you want to share the gospel with people? Because yeah. if you know how good and how drastic Jesus changed your life, why wouldn't you want that for others? You know, if yeah, you were brought out of darkness into light and your life's all completely changed and you're just feeling joy and you're just getting all these blessings and be able to handle hardships better, like why why don't we want to share that with others? Yeah. If you're saving people from eternal separation from God, like what's keeping us from wanting to bring them salvation or share Jesus with them? So I think it's very important to just take up that verse, you know, and use it as your strength and say, I'm not going to be ashamed. I want other people to experience the joy that I get with Jesus. And I want yeah. others to know Jesus like I do. Yeah, that's really Have good. confidence. Yeah. I love that. Um, kind of something that goes along with this. Uh, last week I was at Crew, which is the campus ministry that I'm a part of. And we were talking about sharing our faith and how that could be really scary. And we often don't want to do it and because of that we're really quick to come up with excuses and reasons why we can't um (laughs) and in the old testament there's a prophet named jeremiah who god told a lot of things and asked him to tell other people and jeremiah did it but because of the things that god was asking him to tell he was met with a lot of opposition and anger from his people and he was really isolated and kind of lived on the outs within his people because of what the Lord had asked him to do. Um, And then in Jeremiah chapter 20, he's pouring out his complaint to the Lord. And he says, just how he's ridiculed all day long and everyone mocks him. And then in verse nine, he says, "Um, his word being the word of God is like a fire shut up in my bones. I'm weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. And I think, like, how cool would it be if this is how we were with the gospel? Like, what if the gospel was, like, a fire in our hearts that we couldn't help but share with people? Like, I think that would be so awesome. And I think that's how it should it be, should be because it is the best news ever. And it, it should absolutely be, like, we can't even hold it in. Um, and I feel like this is, like, very on par with the heart behind BHG. So can you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, there was a time when I was very uh, afraid and probably ashamed to talk about Jesus, especially in school. Like, you know, that's not the cool thing to do. And your friends would be like, like, what are you talking about? Come on, let's just go do this. So it it takes um, a lot of getting to know the Lord, which is why it's so important to spend time in the Word, to understand how essential it is to be on fire for the Lord, Um, because that fire in your heart keeps you hungry for the word, keeps you living in God's word and studying um, how he calls us to live. And it also wants, makes you want to share that fire with others. Um, We're called to be a light and that's so important to have that fire not only within us, but to light it and pass it on to others because we are called to serve the Lord and we're called to share that with others, to share the gospel with others. So we're just one nation, you know, who loves the Lord. And that's really where it stems from is being on fire for his word, being on fire for helping others come to know the Lord. So I think that's just really important. And that's kind of 
the fire behind BHG too is just getting the gospel out there and glorifying God and encouraging young women, especially in this um, society that we live in, to uh, honor God and know that it's okay to be different. You know, Christians are called to live a different lifestyle. We're called to different standards that are very different from the world. So I just want to share that and inspire people um, our age and younger and older too to know that it is cool to uh, live for the Lord and it is cool yeah. to have faith and it is cool to be on fire for God because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. It doesn't matter what other people think about you or yeah. uh, what other people say about you. If you're on fire for God and you have a heart for God, um, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing and that's where you get your joy. So, Yeah, I love that. That's so good. Um, okay, so the last question that I'll ask you is what sure. advice would you have for people who maybe want to start to build something of their own and use it to share their faith, but have no idea where to start? Um, I would say definitely pray about it because I had no idea where to start too when I was, um, when I first came to, when I came to give my life to the Lord, I probably had no idea. I was so gung-ho about it. I was like, (laughs) I want to share my faith with others, but how do I do this? I'm not a public speaker. Uh, I definitely can't get up on stage. And so he used it. I didn't even see it coming, but he used that little uh, jewelry business to turn it into a way to share uh, the gospel with others. So I would say just pray about it and get started. Just Mm -hmm. pick something that you love to do. Um, If you are on the creative side, you know, like maybe start a little business. You never know what that could lead into or start a project or a podcast. (laughs) And just ask God to direct your life and... Um, help you bring about something that will honor him, but also bring you joy. And uh, we all have to bring gifts, so you never know what God has in store for you. But if you're thinking about getting started, just the best way to do it is dive in, and God will provide. He always does. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice. Just start. You never know where it's going to go. I had no idea. Yeah, here we are now, and I just would have never pictured this in my life. So it's crazy. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, taking time out of your crazy schedule. It was so sweet to get to talk to you. Yes, thank you so much. This was such a joy. Thank you for thinking of me. Of course. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you did, please share with a friend and head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a review. Hope you have a great week.